This message is brought to you by The Covenant Nation. Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed be the name of the Lord. How many of you are ready for tonight? My goodness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you again, Pastor. Thank you, sir. And I want us to honor Apostle Grace Lubega. Hallelujah. Thank you. Great session. And um, please permit me to break protocol as I honor Pastor Emos Fenwa. Let's give him a big God bless you. Really honor you, sir. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's pray in the spirit for a few minutes. Go ahead and just begin to pray in the spirit. Give us visitations by the Spirit. In the name of Jesus, give us visitations by your power. For everyone that asketh, receive it. Hallelujah. I will do your will, do your will, do your will, oh God. I will do your will, do your will, do your will, oh God. Tonight. I come in the volume of the book It was written about me To do your will, O oh God Yes, I come in the volume of the book It was written about me To do your will, O oh God One more time I come in the volume was written about me to do your will, O oh God. And I will do your will, do your will, do your will, O oh God. I will do your will, do your will. Ah, 
Hallelujah. Please, I want you to be very sensitive tonight. I began to tell us in the morning that I sense in my heart that tonight will be an outpouring in this place. Do you believe this? And the meaning of that is that when an atmosphere is set like this, it is important that our hearts be receptive. There is always more in Christ. Even when John was in heaven, he said, Come up hither and I will show you. Come up hither. I sense a strong anointing already in this place. Strong anointing. I'm going to be charging our hearts, but I just sense that there are people. It's like there is. Spirit of the living God, you are the only one who is able to reveal the Christ. You are the only one who is able to impart genuine faith within our spirits. We submit to your wisdom. And tonight, in the name of Jesus, we pray that you will move us to realms beyond our current experiences. Let graces rest afresh. Let vistas be opened in the spirit. Let dimensions be brought forth for us in the spirit. In the name of Jesus Christ. Please, I want you to be seated. Hallelujah. Can you take it low for me so I don't have to shout? I truly believe in Jesus Christ. I believe in the power of the Holy Spirit. I believe in the word of God. I believe in the potency of his word. The things that you hear us teach are not cunningly devised fables. There is a difference between something you were taught and something that has become your reality. He says the things which we have seen, the things which we have heard, and even that which our hands have handled of the word of life, this is what we communicate. Hallelujah. And so I'd like us to be very sensitive in this place. And trust God that in addition to all we have received within the minutes that we have, that God will move us deeper. I truly believe that there is more. There are dimensions of weight and power of his presence and glory that God desires the saints to host in this season. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. And how many of us are ready for it? Blessed be the name of the Lord. I want to just give a charge, just the other side of what I taught yesterday. Like Pastor charged us this morning, I want to encourage us 
to listen again to the teachings that have come throughout this conference it would be arrogance to believe that everything we heard we have understood at the point we heard them faith comes by hearing and hearing there is a hearing that brings awareness but there is a hearing that brings understanding hallelujah awareness does not produce power it takes understanding conviction is a product of understanding hallelujah hebrews chapter 11 and verse 33 my god i receive i manifest your power and your wisdom till the nations see jesus lifted up exalted i receive i manifest your power and your wisdom till the nations see jesus lifted up glorified. one more time i receive i manifest that someone's testimony your power and your wisdom till the nations see jesus lifted up you are exalted i receive i manifest and your wisdom till the nations see Jesus lifted up. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 33. The Bible says, Who through faith subdued kingdoms, who through faith wrought righteousness, who through faith obtained promises promises can be obtained through faith yesterday we spoke about building testimonials in the spirit a good report this is the other dimension of faith that the saints need to come into an understanding of and the bible says promises are obtained through faith hallelujah this is very important my intent in this charge is to help us understand that the speakings of God over our lives can be made manifest here and now. Let me recap on something that I said at my first session, that the end product of the dealings of God with the saints is that we become eventually and experientially a manifestation of the glory of God. This is God's goal, that when the believer begins his walk with God, the intent behind everything God does, his word, his spirit, the buildings, the prunings, is that at the end of it, we become an experiential manifestation of the glory of God. The apostle calls it living epistles. We become a, a capture of all the multifaceted dimensions of God. Are we together? So the Bible tells us that promises can be obtained promises are very important 
in the life of the believer because the bible says the manifestation of these promises prove in experience that we are partakers of his divine nature it says according as his divine power hath given us all things that pertain unto life and godliness are we together it says through the knowledge of him that has called us to glory and virtue the next verse says whereby are given to us exceeding great and precious promises that by them by these promises made manifest in our lives it will be proof indeed that we are partakers of his divine nature having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust that means in the dealings of god there are two dimensions and i want you to please pay attention there is the prophetic dimension of the dealings of God with man. Realities that are finished from Christ's perspective. That is the starting point of the believer's journey. But your assignment is to walk in partnership with the spirit of God and the word of God. To make that which is finished in the spirit manifest here and now. The Bible says the word became flesh. It could not dwell among men as the word in the spirit. And they could not behold that it was full of grace and truth. Provided it was in the realm of the spirit. So the word became. That technology of becoming, transportation, manifestation is my assignment tonight. How you are able to transport divine realities from the realm where they are finished. Yea and amen. To make them manifest in your life. Because the Bible says that the earnest expectation of creation awaited the manifestation. Hallelujah. The manifestation of the glory of God is from the word doxazo, a display of the wisdom, a display of the glory of the king. You are a chosen generation, he says, a royal priesthood, a peculiar people, and holy nation that you have been called forth to show, to call, to show forth the praises of him who has called you out of darkness into his marvelous light are we together so it is important that in my christian experience and yours that eventually that it be captured and made manifest in my life the promises of god the commitment of god to the believer that everything that god has committed himself unto as far as the believers excelling captured in this mystery called the zoe life you see the apostle was speaking and he said this is the record the testimony that god hath given us eternal life life everlasting zoe but he says this life was so structured that the riches of that life is released at the instance of knowledge hebrews chapter 4 and verse 18 says having their understanding darkened being alienated from the life of God through the ignorance that is in them because of the blindness of their hearts or their minds. That means an individual in ignorance, even though a believer, may never manifest the reality of this away life. And this sadly is the tragedy of many believers. Genuinely saved, but they have not mastered the, the technology of importing divine realities from the realm where it is finished to the realm where it must be made manifest. This is the assignment of faith in this regard. Through faith, they obtained promises. Are we together? So Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 3 becomes our starting point for this brief discussion tonight. Paul is mentoring the church in Ephesus and he begins by teaching them profoundly he says 
Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. Notice the construction. He hath blessed us with all, not some, all spiritual blessings. But they reside in heavenly places and only routed through the office of the Christ. This, ladies and gentlemen, is the definition of grace. All spiritual blessings that reside in the heavenlies, only available to the saints through the office of the Christ. Are we together now? Yes. All spiritual blessings. The Bible says that God had blessed us already with all spiritual blessings. In manifesting Bible faith, you must have it at the back of your mind that the realities you seek to be made manifest are not about to be created. They are finished. They are real. Their existence is already there. The Bible says he that cometh to God must believe that he exists and then that is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. Are we together? So you must have it at the back of your mind that everything required for the life and the godliness of the believer is already finished and available in Christ. Hallelujah. But then, like I told us, there are two dimensions. The believer has the privilege of manifesting or relating with two realms. The realm of the spirit and this physical realm. So the things and the realities that are finished in the realm of the spirit, as real and as truthful as they are, they do the believer no good remaining in the realm of the spirit. Are we together now? This is the realm where our light must shine before men. This is the realm where they want to glow. Our lives must become manifestations of the glory of God. According to Ephesians 3 and verse 10. To the intent now that unto principalities and powers might be made known by the church. The multifaceted wisdom. The manifold wisdom of God. Hallelujah. Ephesians 2.10 says we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Which God had before ordained, preordained. That we should walk in them. Results are very important for the believer's work. First as a consolation for your loving and serving Jesus. But then that becomes the consolation and it becomes the evidence that serving the Lord pays. In the Christian experience of serving the Lord, you can taste and see that the Lord is good. Not just believe and hope. There is experience to our work with God. Are we together now? So the Bible says, God has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. But it's important for you to understand that your desires and your promises need to be made manifest here and now. For your profiting and then to be able to reveal Christ in and through you. And generally speaking, to save time, there are three kinds of knowledge you must have. To be able to manifest promises and desires. I'll just state them then. Construct the keys. That make the promises of God manifest. Generally speaking. There are three kinds. Three levels of knowledge. That all believers must contend for. By the word and by the spirit. If we desire to see our faith. Potent enough to obtain promises. Number one. Is the knowledge of God himself. The first kind of knowledge you need for your excelling is not the knowledge of things. It is the knowledge of God. The Bible says, but the people, Daniel 11.32, 32, 
that do know their God. Not just that do know what he can do. Not just that do know what he has. The people that do know their God, the Bible says they shall be strong, capacity. Number two, they shall do exploits. Not explain exploits, do exploits. Are we together now? So the Bible says that it is important that we know God. In fact, the real heritage of the believer is not material things as important as they are. The Bible says, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom. It says, let not the rich man glory in his riches. Let not the mighty man glory in his might. The Bible says, but let him that glory and glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me. John 17 and verse 3. This is eternal life, that they may know thee, the one true God, and Jesus whom thou hast sent. So the first dimension of knowledge that all believers need if you must manifest Bible faith is the knowledge of God. And with respect to faith, there are two dimensions of God that you must understand. Number one, his integrity. Number two, his ability. These are the dimensions of God that control conviction. You must know that God is a God of integrity. There are many daring things God will instruct you to do in your life as a believer. And you will draw your confidence from your knowledge of his integrity. The word integrity is from the word integer, sameness, without falsehood. Are we together now? The Bible says God is not a man that he should lie. Men don't lie because they are bad. They lie because they are men. God is not a man. He became a man, but he is not a man that he should lie. Nor the son of man that he should repent. Are we together now? The Bible says by these two immutable things, the oath and the promise, that by these two immutable things, it is impossible for God to lie. Do you understand what I'm teaching you so far? It's important that your faith is anchored on the person, the integrity of God. And then number two, his ability. Ephesians chapter 3 and verse 20 now. Now unto him, the Bible says, who is able to do. I like this. Able to do. There are people who are able to say, but they are not able to do. There are people who are well-intentioned, but they are not able to do. The ability to do is a description of your wherewithal. Able to do exceeding abundant, the Bible says, far above all that we ask or think according to the power that works within us. Say, God has integrity. One more time, say, God has integrity. And then say, God is almighty. It is true. You want to walk in Bible faith, you must have a revelation of God's integrity. And God's ability. Because you will stand before many Red Seas. You will stand before many Goliaths. And listen to me sincerely ladies and gentlemen. It will take the faith of the son of God at work in you. To see his might beyond the mountains. To see his might beyond the giants. When David stood before Goliath. He saw a reality beyond Goliath. And Goliath was no longer a threat. Are we together? And you know the way God speaks to man. He speaks to man as though he's speaking to himself. When God is speaking to you, he does not speak as though there should be any limitations as far as obeying him is concerned. Because it is his power that will sponsor that word coming to pass. 
So God will give you audacious instructions. And act as if there will not be mountains on the way. Go and build the 10, 20, 30,000 member auditorium for instance. And that's the end of it. And he will act as if he kept money somewhere for you. Because he really did. Go to Zarephath, he says. I have commanded a widow. She never acted like she was commanded. Why are you here? And God said, I've commanded her already. And when he met the woman, the woman was about to eat and die. There was nothing that sounded like an instruction came to her. And yet God said, I've commanded her. God is not a man that he should lie. Do you believe this? So the Bible tells us that God has integrity. And watch this. The entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation is a compendium, a manifesto of God's integrity to the end that the saints will believe him. When you study scripture, among the many things you seek to see is God's integrity, walking with men in the storm, walking with men through unfavorable situations. The Bible says the things that are written aforetime, they are for our learning so that we through patience and the comfort of scripture might find hope. Are we together? The thing that is, is the thing that was. There is no challenge to the believer today that is new. It's happened before. And the Bible says, time will fail me to talk of Gideon, Jephthah, Barak. Men who through faith subdued kingdoms, wrought righteousness, shut the mouth of lions, obtained promises. You're not the first to desire building the house. You're not the first to be managing a health condition. It's happened before and the integrity of God has been put on display. Even the dead and the grave, even Hades could not stop his integrity from being made manifest. Are we together now? So, most people want to walk in Bible faith and um, now I say this sincerely. There are many people who may never truly experience the power of God as far as manifesting faith is concerned because their speakings and the things that they do is not derived from the revelation of who God is. The difference between mental ascent, just talking gibberish, and the confession that produces power is that the latter is a derivative of an encounter. You need to know God. Are we together now? Yes. You need to know God. And one of the things that happens to you when you know God is that your perceptions are altered. When you see him in his majesty and in his might, something happens to you. It deflates the mountains and the challenges that are before you. Because when you see him in his power, you can believe him for anything. Shout aloud, Amen. amen. So the first kind of knowledge that you need is the knowledge of God. Can I tell you, there are many believers who do not want to pay the price to build that bank of knowledge. It is important. The God you know is the one you reveal to your world. When God was sending Moses to Pharaoh, God, Moses said, no, 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 no. God, this is inconsistent with your pattern. You cannot send me to go and represent a God I do not understand. If I meet Pharaoh, who will I tell him has sent me? I do not doubt what you are saying, but who will I tell Pharaoh had sent me? And he said, that's a good question. I am that I am. Let me give you a revelation of myself. And upon that confidence, Moses could dare Pharaoh and he stood coming once and again until that exodus happened. 
Many of us would need to go back and submit ourselves by the Spirit and through the Word to learn God afresh, understand the stretch of His integrity, and understand how powerful God is. Second knowledge. The second dimension of knowledge you need to manifest Bible faith is the knowledge of the promises that have been made available for you in Christ. The Zoe life, manifesting it, is highly knowledge dependent. In ignorance, the believer will live a defeated life. In ignorance, the believer will live a defeated life. If knowledge were not important, God would not grant us access to his word. If knowledge were not important, the Holy Spirit will have no ministry in our lives. The Bible says, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. Is that true? He's the spirit of revelation. He guides men, guides our understanding. Light is powerful. John 1, 5. And the light shineth in the darkness, and the darkness comprehended it not. Isaiah chapter 60 and verse 1. Arise, he says, shine, for your light has come. Amplified says, arise from the depression and the prostration that circumstances have kept you. Rise to a new light. Hallelujah. This is very important. Most believers live defeated lives because we have not paid the price, number one, to truly know God experientially. Hallelujah. And then number two, we are not even aware of the exceeding great and precious promises. I charged us in the morning when we were discussing on prayer. It is important for you to know what is available. This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it come into the heart of any man. The things that God has in store, not for everybody, prepared for them that love him. Verse 10 says, but the God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. For the spirit searched all things, the deep things of God. Even those things that have been hidden. And the Bible says, for our glory. Knowledge. What do you know about God? What do you know about victory? What do you know about failure? What do you know about Satan? What do you know about the blessing of the Lord? What do you know about restoration? What do you know about speed? What do you know about prayer? What do you know about fasting? What do you know and believe about demons? What do you know and believe about angels? What do you know and believe about heaven? What do you know and believe about unity? What do you believe about prayer? What do you believe about coming to church? Are we together? It's important to begin to vet, to probe, and to examine your understanding. Stability in this kingdom is a function of knowledge. Experiential knowledge. Hosea chapter 4 and verse 6, the prophet lamenting by the spirit said, My people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. My people, they are my people and yet they are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. Hallelujah. Make up your mind this year that you are going to contend for superior spiritual information. You must begin to vet your understanding. Are you aware of what is available unto you in Christ? This is the ministry of the word. This is the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. I can do all things, he says. You know, um, for many years I studied that scripture and one day God opened my eyes. How does Paul make such 
a very audacious and arrogant statement. How do you dare say I can do all things? Do you know how many things to be done in your life? And yet he says, I can do all things. If he stopped there, he will be charged for arrogance. But then he says, through Christ, which strengtheneth me, is the word energes. There is an energy that comes from the spirit beyond myself. Are we learning now? The knowledge of God and then the knowledge of the promises. I taught you in the morning, if you recall that, or oh, I, I didn't explain that part, that the Bible essentially, every time you open the Bible to study, you are interacting with three realms of spiritual realities. Number one, promises. Promises. A compendium of God's commitment to you. Number two, principles that help to educate you and show you the modus operandi of the kingdom. Number three, the prophetic speakings of God, both past and future. Every time you study scripture, this is what you are looking at. You are interacting with number one, I repeat, promises. Exceeding great and precious promises, the Bible says. There are many things that God has said concerning us. He says you are the head and not the tail. Do you believe that? He spoke to Abraham that in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. And the Bible says in Galatians chapter 3 and verse 29, it says, if ye be Christ, then are ye Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. That means what he said to Abraham, he said to Abraham and Christ Jesus. And now in him by redemption, we have become partakers of his divine nature. That includes what he told Abraham. So you carry a consciousness that you are a blessing. Are we together now? This is very important. The Bible says when men say there is a casting down, for you, you will say there is a lifting up. It's a consciousness. You must believe it. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Let the healed of the Lord say so. Let the blessed of the Lord say so. The Bible says in Deuteronomy chapter 28, from verse 1 and 2, that in obeying the Lord and walking in keeping with his commands, you shall be exalted above all the nations. Say all. Any nation whatsoever the color of your skin notwithstanding the limitations of your background like Gideon notwithstanding it is already God's prophetic speakings it is up to you to know and then to believe you cannot believe in ignorance it starts with knowledge then it translates to believing many believers must submit themselves to superior spiritual knowledge can I give you the third kind of knowledge you need to know if you must manifest Bible faith. The third kind of knowledge you need to know. And this one. Many believers. Including those who teach faith with all due respect. Have not understood it. The knowledge of the conditions. That are connected to the manifestation of every promise. The knowledge of the conditions. That are connected to the manifestation of every promise. The knowledge of the conditions that are connected to the manifestation of every promise. Responsible Christianity is when you bring the saints to an understanding that the technology that makes anything manifest in the earth is that the spirit and the bride say come. It is the union between the spirit and the responsibility of the bride that makes manifest. Are we together now? When Jesus was about to be made manifest as the word incarnate, it took a role from man and then from God. The angel had to come to Mary, sent from God. How shall these things be, she said, seeing that I know not a man. 
It says the Holy Ghost shall come upon you and the power of the highest shall overshadow you. And she said, be it unto me. She had to agree to participate with heaven to make that manifest. There are many believers with all due respect claiming things they will never see because there is a responsibility component to faith. Did you hear what I said? There is a responsibility component to faith. They heard the word just like we did, but the word did not profit them, not being mixed with faith. In fact, the Bible calls Jesus the author and the finisher of our faith. That means he's the pattern man as far as God's idea of faith is concerned. So you understudy how Jesus manifested faith and that vetoes how any other person manifested faith. We see the responsibility component of birthing the purposes of God in and through the life of Jesus. Are we together? He said, lo, I come. Um, you know, Paul was making reference to that which was speaking. The Bible says he went to the temple and he opened and found where it was written concerning him. It was not open for him. He opened it himself. He read it and said, this day is this scripture fulfilled. Hallelujah. Every dimension of possibility and reality in the spirit. Watch this now, please. It has a responsibility component that it places on the saints. Now, there are many dimensions of grace. Grace is multifaceted. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians chapter 9 and verse 8 that God is able to make all grace. Everybody say all grace. Say all grace. That means grace is dimensional. There are certain dimensions of grace that are called enabling grace. God does not do it for you. He empowers you, but the doing comes from you. The enablement comes from the spirit. Are we together now? But the action of obedience comes from you. This is very important. So there are many people, for instance, who are sincerely claiming, let me use something that probably has affected many people across Africa. The issue of finances, for instance. Now, the truth is that the Bible tells us that ye know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sake he became poor. 2 Corinthians 8 and 9. That ye through his poverty might become rich. Most believers know that. Are we together? That the blessing is at work in their lives. They know that and that is true. But they are never able to manifest that reality. You know why? Because there are components in the kingdom that connect. There are responsibility components. For instance, there is he that scattereth and yet increaseth. There is he that withholdeth more than his meat and tends to poverty. For instance, a diligent hand shall be made fat. Is that true? That the man who does not plant will beg in harvest. These are components you must piece together. It is important that you do not just know God alone. You do not just know the promises. You must understand the conditions that are connected to the manifestation of the promise. When it has to do with walking in the experience of healing. Number one, you must believe that your healing is finished in Christ. But number two, you must believe that to walk in the experience of it, there is always the hearing of faith. The healing of the saints in experience or the manifestation of it is always connected to the hearing of faith. Everyone who was healed had to listen and in listening there was an instruction and they were mandated to obey at the point of obedience. You see that now. The miracle manifested. John 2. The wedding in Cana of Galilee. The ten lepers. 
you know, Peter's mother-in-law, and you read it all down to the book of Acts, the hearing of faith connected to the manifestation of healing. Are we learning? So many believers know they've taken out time to know God in a measure. Others have taken out time to just just know a few provisions that are available for them in Christ. But there are very few believers who are willing to number one, even believe in the first place that there is a responsibility component to faith. James said, show me your faith without works. And he says, I will show you my faith by my works. He says, there remained a rest for God's people and the church is labor to enter that rest. How do you labor? In word and in doctrine. And then you are able to derive what you need to do. The rich young ruler came and met Jesus and he said, good master, what must I do to be saved? You know why Jesus commended him? Because even though salvation from sin is without the works, the participation of any man yours is to believe but because the man had a mentality that for anything to happen in my life i must take responsibility and he said good master what must i do to be saved hallelujah you as pastor by the grace of god we know that this was a great program mighty program and you can see that this is a manifestation of faith but not without the responsibility participation of the saints how about those who woke up in the morning to make this place work? They, you did not sign any paper and convince them that you were coming. They believed God was bringing you, so they took steps of faith to begin to prepare the chairs before your arrival. They didn't wait for you to arrive before they start putting the chairs to say, let's verify. Mo listen, listen. This is the missing link. And this also explains the secret frustration of many people who attempt to walk in faith. They have ignored the knowledge of the conditions. Hallelujah. As a man of God, I believe in the grace of God. I believe in his empowerment. But ladies and gentlemen, like every man of God here seated, there are hours that have gone into the labor of the study of the word. Are we together now? What you see is a display of the grace of God enhanced by diligence and competence and even mastery. You believe what I'm saying? Yes. So there, there is a level of irresponsibility that God wants to take away as far as manifesting faith. Hoping and waiting for God to do everything as far as making it manifest here looks sincere, but it is not accurate. That is not how faith works. From the foundations of the earth, the lamb was slain. But that reality could not save man, even though it was finished already. Jesus had to come and walk for 30 years, learning the law, submitting himself through schoolmasters. Are we together now? Resisting every temptation that came, tempted in all ways, yet without sin. Gave himself willingly. In fact, Jesus himself, you know, I like the Bible because it says everything. Jesus, the author and the finisher of your faith. He got to a point where he sincerely admitted that this journey was difficult. And he's still the author and the finisher of faith. He said, is it not in your Bible? If, if it be thy will, let this cup pass off me. He said it, but he said, nevertheless, my desire to see God's purposes come is greater than my need or my pain. That is faith. 
Faith exalts the word of God above and beyond the situation. Not necessarily ignoring the reality of the situation. Are, are we learning now? This is very important. There are many believers today with all due respect. They wouldn't have died if they understood the responsibility component of faith. While they were trusting God to be healed. Knowing that faith is a school. They would have opened up themselves to be attended to medically while building themselves to learn the ways of God. Because the journey of the believer is gradual. It is progressive. There is no embarrassment. We are evolving. The Bible says as we behold him, we are changed. It's not instant. The experience is gradual. It takes a while to gain mastery in spiritual things. I am an advocate of responsible Christianity. Not that which dampens God's ability. When you become carnally minded, you are already defeated. Because the Bible says to be carnally minded is death. But to be spiritually minded, it says, is life and peace. I understand that if it must happen God's way in my life, I must come with the consciousness that that reality is available in Christ. But I engage with understanding Taking advantage of the word of God, the grace of God, to engage responsibly. Are we together? So the man who gets up to go and get a job so that he will pay his children's school fees is the one who believes in the children's future. Not the one who sits down waiting for things to happen. That he believed in the children's future and he got up by faith believing and while he's going there he's confessing the blessing of the lord is at work in my life in the name of jesus christ the favor of god is at work in me manifesting me and yet he's taking his cv and he's dropping it regardless the embarrassment and the number of no's that he hears he still continues are we learning this is important There are many times, if you understand the conditions that are connected to the things that are ailing you, do you know, the Bible tells us that there are many ways that God brings men into this experience of the Zoe life. One of it is through the advantage of the gifts that he has placed in the body. That no matter the strength of your relationship with God, you will still need the leverage of the gifts. The gifts are men that he gave to men to enhance their becoming in the kingdom. There are many things you can pray and fast about. The answer is hidden in your honor to men. Are we together? That even if you are Paul as Saul and you encounter Jesus, he will still refer you to men after the encounter for the continuity of your growth. So not even an encounter with Jesus will corrupt that pattern. Are we learning faith now? Yes. The knowledge of God, his character, his integrity, the knowledge of the promises of the kingdom. My goodness, my life changed when I came into this understanding. It is important for you to know what is written. It is important for you to know what is written concerning you concerning your finances concerning your children when you know what is written you can partner with the spirit to enforce it by faith in ignorance there is no victory for the believer in ignorance there is no victory for the believer are we together we must take responsibility to begin to study scripture 
and have superior spiritual illumination. This is why you must honor every man of God that God places around your life, beginning from your pastor. You know why? Because according to Jeremiah 3 and verse 15, men and women of God have a unique mandate as pastors after God's heart to feed God's people with knowledge and understanding. Week after week, in this conference now, speaker after speaker, people have come here dishing out different dimensions of spiritual reality to the end that the saints be established. You want to move mountains? I hate to be a bearer of bad news, but there are certain assumptions in that process that if you don't go out of, that mountain will remain there. It's true. Like it has remained for many people. Time does not move mountains. Good intention does not move mountains. It is engaging the force of faith with understanding. Faith indeed that moves mountains. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You overcome. You overcome. Every high thing must come down. Every stronghold shall be broken. You wear the victor's crown. You overcome. You overcome. Can I tell you, with all humility, there are many dimensions in the spirit that I am walking in the experience of now. I saw them in my visions decades ago. But seeing them as realities, this has been prepared in the aeons of time. In the spirit, it is part of the script for my destiny. But whether I would walk in the experience of it or not was dependent, among other factors, on the responsibility component of faith. There are many, many people today, it is in their destiny to be great. There are many people in the spirit, they are prophets in the physical. They are weak people moving around in jealousy and envy with no trace of power because they have not come into an understanding that genuine faith demands a responsibility component. When you act in partnership with God, you are not replacing the reality of his finished work. You are partnering with him to birth that reality within your domain. Are we together? I remember those days when I would have visions of crusades, mighty meetings and healings happening. In the physical, it never happened. I believe what I saw from scripture in partnership with my vision but it never made manifest it was never made manifest and i took the responsibility by faith listening there are two ways to gain the things that god has spoken to you concerning number one you follow them it's one of the first principles of followership follow them there are some them who through faith and patience before you follow them verify whether there is faith and patience in their journey if you do not find it, don't follow. Follow them who through faith and patience. That means there are other routes. But the route that leads you to destiny, God's way, is the route of faith and patience. Then the second is looking unto Jesus. There are two people or two entities you must look unto. One, men who have proven rec uh, track records. And then the second, Jesus himself, the author and the finisher of our faith. I remember studying the materials of Papa Hagen, T.L. Osborne, Charles and Francis Hunter. I devote those materials praying and fasting sincerely. I didn't pray and fast because I was doubting that the healing anointing could, was in my destiny. It is to make it manifest. 
So for every time I was laboring in the spirit, there was a record in the spirit that I was manifesting faith, believing God. Today, some of those things that we saw by God's grace are now made manifest. And yet there are many others that are yet to manifest. So we must continue walking by the same rule. And eventually, because God is not a man that he should lie. And can I tell you with all due respect, there were many people who saw the same things we saw. But they made blind faith assumptions that it will happen anyway. Until today, they are at the lower levels of life in pain. It will never work when you believe it is all up to God. No, the cheapest of everything we have received in Christ is salvation. And even at that, you still have a responsibility to confess the Lordship of Jesus. As simple as that is, there are people in hell today because they ignored it. It will always demand action of obedience. Is someone learning now? If there is one final component I give you before we wrap up tonight, I hope God has spoken to someone. There is one missing component again to our faith equation that many believers have not paid attention to. It's called the staying power. There are times you have done everything. The only thing left is thanksgiving and patience. Are we together? Let me just give us that my time is up and then we will pray. Thanksgiving and patience. This is very important. Romans chapter 4 and verse 20. The Bible speaks to us about Abraham who is one of the principal portraits of faith as revealed in scripture. Please give it to us. Romans 4. The Bible says he staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief but was strong in faith. How did he prove that he was strong in faith? Giving glory. Giving thanks. How do you prove that you are strong in faith? Giving thanks. Even when you have not seen it. Lord, I thank you. I give you praise because this is still my reality. In the midst of everything around, negating your report, I choose to believe your report. And I give you thanks. There are many of us, you've done everything right. What you need to do now is just to give thanks. You wake up in the morning, you give thanks. In the midst of the confusion, you give thanks. You give thanks because you believe. Hebrews chapter 6 and verse 15 says, So after he had waited patiently, the he being Abraham, the Bible says he patiently endured. Are you seeing it there? Abraham, the personification of God's idea of faith. The Bible says he patiently endured. He obtained the promise. Between God said, and it manifested, it's many times it would demand patience. It's called the patience of faith. When a woman takes in, no matter how healthy she is, she will not give birth the next day. Except it's a miracle that God chooses to do by his divine power. Are we together? But the natural cause of things is that when she takes in, she's aware of the fact that she's taking in, but the next assignment is to patiently endure. Patiently endure. It will change her mood. She will patiently endure. Many things in her life will have to shift. She will have to adapt to many things within that period, but she will patiently endure. There is a time allocated for that baby to be matured in her womb, and she has to wait. And when it is that time, she will give birth with honor. There are times it can happen before, it can happen after. But the most important thing is that she will patiently endure. I'm speaking to someone as I wrap up. There are many of you here, you are in a realm where you just need to patiently endure. You have given. You are diligent. You are building a track record. I refer you to my teaching yesterday. 
after the report is established after the testimonial is in place i assure you god is faithful and it will come and can i tell you is the period of manifesting faith that takes time the arrival of the promise sometimes can happen overnight so joseph patiently endured watch this now i'm wrapping up haven't had the dream i saw the sun the moon and 11 stars bowing after that kind of powerful dream you would think the answer will come next week if i were joseph i probably would be preparing for the throne by next week my goodness many decades later from that dream the next place he went to was the pit the next place he went to was potiphar's house and you would think things were already getting better potiphar's wife now came with her trouble where did it land him prison again and yet his joy he would laugh and also watch the countenance of others in the prison a night before his lifting he never knew his season had come to an end and my bible says the king sent for joseph god himself the one who governs times and seasons the bible says he makes all things beautiful in its time not his time it's time there are things in life that have a timing to them hallelujah praise the name of the lord the faith that moves mountains is derived from number one your knowledge of god number two your knowledge of the promises god's commitment towards you and then number three the knowledge of the conditions it is only when you understand the conditions that you can obey you cannot obey in ignorance are we together yes knowledge precedes obedience the obedience of faith at the point where your obedience is complete then all that is left is patience and thanksgiving those we celebrate today in the church the fathers of faith across the globe the fathers of faith within this nation mighty men and women in business captains of industry when they are honest with you and you listen to their stories you will find this pattern consistent number one god altered their belief they had to understand something and believe a reality that it is finished even for those who are not believers they had to believe in themselves instinctively to believe that that possibility exists in their destiny they would tell you right from when i was a small child i knew i was going to be great and there was nothing else they would be told that they would believe otherwise and from that standpoint they began to journey with god you are in this place right now and god is giving you an opportunity let me plead for two minutes since i'm not able to pray for the sick let me request for two minutes from pastor i just feel stirred in my heart to make an altar call hallelujah i know that we've had moments probably tomorrow would take the time to just pray for the sick but i feel very stirred in my heart that someone in this place needs to begin that journey with jesus so many people outside several others falling across television online this is first about an encounter with jesus if you have a car without jesus your life is still at a risk you are healthy without jesus everyone jesus healed still died everyone who ate the bread that jesus multiplied still died there is only one person who is called the resurrection and the life jesus himself hallelujah i want to give someone an opportunity right now you're listening to me preachers have come preachers have ministered 
bringing several dimensions of reality in this conference. But right now, I want you to mean business with Jesus and to begin an intentional journey. And wherever you are, I'm going to count one to five. If that is fine, I will request for as many who are able to come right in front here. But once the front is filled up and occupied, then I will please request for the remaining people to just move to their LEDs or you can stand right where you are. I'm going to count one to five. You don't have to come, but you should come. Because Jesus says, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. I'll begin to count one to five. I want you to win that war finally. Leave your seat and come and stand right here at Wolfbeck 2024. I begin my counting now. One. Let's celebrate them as they come. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. Run to Jesus. He is able to give you a new beginning. The Bible calls him the author and the finisher of our faith. Subscribing to a life of victory. Please don't kneel. Stand so there can be space for others. Covenant Nation, are we celebrating salvation? Let's encourage them as they come. Very quickly. Encourage them as they come. Young and old. Male, female. Come to Jesus. He is able to give you a new beginning. Greater than healing. Greater than deliverance. The ultimate deliverance it is. Greater than prosperity. He calls us to know him. The author and the finisher of our faith. This is the most profitable encounter that any believer can have. Come. We have a few seconds for you. If you're coming, please run and join them. Apostle, I want to come but I'm not sure if I'm saved or not. Is there room for me? Absolutely. Make your way to Jesus. You can have the assurance of salvation tonight. From faith to faith, the righteousness of God is revealed. From faith to faith. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Those outside, they can walk to their LED screens and just stand there. I'm sure that some ushers or counselors will be there. Ladies and gentlemen, please look at me. I salute every one of you for the courage to come out here to make your declaration for Jesus. It is the wisest decision that any man can make in this side of God's kingdom. Thank you. Now, very quickly, may I please request that you lift your hand high above your head as a sign of surrender. And please, I want you to say this after me with the consciousness that Jesus is here, revealing his love, revealing his power. You're not just reciting a poem after a preacher. This is a supernatural declaration that translates to your receiving the life of God. Are you ready now? Say after me, Lord Jesus. One more time, say, Lord Jesus. Tonight, I have heard your word. I believe that you are the son of God. I believe that you died for my sin. I believe that you rose again for my justification. Right now, I declare that the power of sin, Satan, hell, and the grave is broken over my life. I am a child of God, the righteousness of God in Christ, a recipient of eternal life. I go from glory to glory and grace to grace. 
Amen. Keep your beautiful hands lifted. Father, thank you. Because the Bible declares that as many who will come to you, you will in no wise cast away. I thank you for these our brothers and sisters and the many who are making this declaration online, whether from the US, from Canada, somewhere in Africa, somewhere in Nigeria. As I'm praying for these ones here, make sure you connect by faith. You are receiving Jesus. You are making this noble declaration. It begins your journey to a victorious life indeed. Father, I pray that in blessing you bless these ones. That you impart upon them the measure of faith that begins to culture them to a victorious life. I bless you by the authority of scripture. I declare your sins forgiven. And I call you bona fide recipients of the life of God. From tonight you go forward ever and backward never. In Jesus name we pray. Alright, just a little instruction. There are counselors waving their hands to my left. That will be your right. Please let me request all of you in concert as we celebrate them. Please follow the counselors and they will have a word with you very quickly. Let's honor them. Let's honor them. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. Let's honor them. Hallelujah. Now, thank you. Um, just, just a moment. Let me lend my voice with Pastor to challenge everyone whatever sacrifice you can make to be here tomorrow morning um, by God's grace the balance of that which God intends tomorrow I trust that he's going to be releasing graces according to Ephesians 3 and verse 2 there are graces that he gives his vessels for the sake of the saints and so make whatever sacrifice by the grace of God and those who are connecting by television and online I'm sure that there's room for you to be part of this make sure that your heart is open to receive and receive the fullness of that which god has in store tomorrow morning it is may the lord bless you may the lord honor you go from faith to faith in jesus name